0: episode 74 how to grow basil microgreens you're listening to the microgreens entrepreneur podcast where the aim is to help you start grow and improve any microgreens business i'm your host brian faulkner owner of a microgreens business that i operate out of my own home stay tuned and welcome along Hey there, how's it going? This is episode 74 of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome along. Thanks a million for being here with me. Hope things are going well there with you. In this episode, we're going to talk about growing basil microgreens. So it's just me here with you today. And I want to share this information about basil microgreens because I figured out a way of growing them that makes harvesting them easy. Because if you've ever grown basil microgreens, you'll know that they don't grow very tall and this makes them a little bit difficult to harvest and it also means that there's not much plant there when you go to harvest them so that means that there isn't much weight there when you go to sell your microgreens. So this is the best way that I've found so far to grow basil. There might be better ways out there but this is what's working for me right now and it gives me somewhat of a decent harvest because like I said basil isn't It's not a high yielding variety, so we're going to go over the best way I found to grow basil microgreens. We're going to look at some of the things that could go wrong when you're growing basil and how to avoid those mistakes. We're going to look at the expected yield you can get and the price you can expect to charge if selling your basil is something that you want to do. So stay tuned in for all of that. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, please consider subscribing on your podcast player app so you get notified of episodes like this in the future. Before we get into the episode, I want to take a quick minute to thank our latest five star Apple Podcast reviewer. And it was from Chelsea from the United States. And Chelsea says, Episode 72, wow. So this was the episode with Jonah from Living Earth Farms in Toronto in it. And Chelsea says, The amount of info you and your guest packed into one episode was incredible. I've listened to it three times this week and now I'm looking at my own microgreens farm in new ways and addressing things that will hopefully help me grow a better and more consistent product as well as expanding my business. So that is super to hear, Chelsea. Thanks a million for that review. Really appreciate it. And... Really, the thanks should go to Jonah there for providing that great information in that episode. And if you haven't heard that episode already, make sure that you go back and check that out after this one. So I think it was episode 72. So that what really was a good episode. So thanks again for that, Chelsea. And if you'd like a shout out like this on a future episode of the podcast, all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and you'll be getting a mention on here on a future episode. All right, so let's get into it. And just for a minute before we get into the directions, we'll take a quick look at why you might grow basil microgreens. And sorry to all the American listeners there or anyone who calls it basil, but I just can't say that. It's just it's just not the way we say it here. So I'm going to have to call it basil, but I'm sure you can understand me. So basil, it's a popular variety with chefs, and you might be requested to grow them by some chefs if selling to restaurants is something that you're doing or something that you want to do. So that's the reason that I started growing them regularly. Or maybe it's just something that you want to grow for yourself. So maybe you like the taste of basil and you want to make some, I don't know, pesto or whatever for yourself and you want to try it out. I have to say that personally, this isn't a variety that I'm mad about the taste of. So I like things that have Basil in them, so things like marinara sauce or even pesto that's highly contains a high amount of basil. I like that as well. But just eating them on their own, I'm not mad about the taste of them. The flavor of them is just really strong, but that is a good thing, really, though, because it's why chefs like them a lot and why they like using them in their dishes because the flavor of them is strong and sweet and it adds flavor to the dish. It's not something that just looks pretty on the top of it. So they actually build that flavor into whatever dish it's for. I actually avoided selling basil up until this year because compared to some of the other varieties that you can grow, it isn't the most profitable variety to grow and they take a little bit longer. So yeah, a little bit more time to grow. And if you want to know the most profitable microgreens to grow, head back to episode 22 and take a listen to that and you'll hear what they are. But yeah, basil microgreens, they're just not the most profitable microgreen that you can grow, especially if you've got limited space. And I'll go into all of that a little bit more before the end of the episode. So there's lots of different varieties of basil to grow, and they all grow in a similar way. But today we're going to look specifically at Genovese basil, because that is the most common variety that's grown as a microgreen, and it's also called sweet basil as well. For equipment, you're going to need some trays. You're going to need trays with holes and without holes. You're going to need some fine soil, you're going to need some basil seeds and you're going to need a water source. So a small mini watering can or even a hose that you can spray gently, something like that. So we're going to keep this really simple so that's minimal what you really need for this. From start to finish, it's going to take between two to three weeks from day one till harvest. That's depending on your preference. And this is at an average temperature of about 22 degrees Celsius or 71 degrees Fahrenheit. So basil likes heat and it grows well in heat. If you grow them for about two weeks, you're just going to have the cotyledon leaves. So if you don't know, that's the first two leaves that the plant produces. And after three weeks, the plant will have its first set of true leaves. So they'll be very small. The first set of very small true leaves. I actually grow it for three weeks because the chefs that I deliver to they like it better when the plants, they have their first true leaves. So it looks much nicer and you actually get a little bit more weight if you let it grow that extra week, but not much more. So you can actually harvest them after two weeks if you were happy to do that. And the people that you were selling them to, they were happy too. So the first thing to do is put the tray with holes inside the tray with no holes. This is so we can water from the bottom later on when the plants are established. Then you wanna fill the tray with holes up with soil and press that soil down flat. You wanna fill it very close to the top of the tray because this is gonna make harvesting easier for you when it comes time to harvest. And shallow trays are a lot better to use here if you can get your hands on them because it means you'll have to use a lot less soil than you would a deeper tray. So press your soil down flat and you can do this with something you make yourself like a piece of wood with a door handle on it. That's exactly what I use. Or you could use something like an old book if you were stuck, something like that. Just something that you can put some pressure on the soil and make it flat. Then when you've got that done, it's time to add the Basil seed on top of the soil and I sow basil seed pretty densely because I want to get the most out of each tray because it's such a low yielder. So I put 10 grams of seed onto a 10 by 20 inch tray. So you want to weigh that out then, weigh out 10 grams and spread it nice and evenly across the whole tray. And once you've got that done, then you're gonna take whatever you use to press the soil down with and press down the basil seeds into the soil so there's good seed to soil contact. And by doing that, then they won't move too much when we put the water on them and they'll be in touch with the soil so they're able to take up more water from the soil and they're not gonna move. Once you've got that done, you're gonna take something like a mini watering can with a sprinkler head on top of it, or a hose with a with a trigger on it that has a a head on it that's similar to a sprinkler of a watering can so you only only want that water coming out lightly and you're going to water the seeds and the soil together then and you want to give them a decent amount of water this first time so you want the soil to be nice and damp but not soggy and if you notice here I didn't say wet the soil before putting the seed on and I didn't say anything about using a spray bottle so mister bottle to to wet the seeds afterwards there's lots of other tutorials out there that recommend this and to be honest i've done it that way and i just find it completely unnecessary so there's no need to be that careful and it just adds extra time and extra jobs into the process and if you're doing this professionally every little efficiency you can make helps. so just press the seeds into the soil and water them then after you get the water on, you'll notice that the seeds, still start to turn a kind of a bluey grey colour, and that'll happen pretty much straight away, and this is because basil seeds are mucilaginous, so I hope I'm saying that correctly, it's a, it's a kind of a hard word to say, but um, that means they have a kind of a gel coating around the seed, and mucilaginous seeds, like basil seeds, if you don't know already, they shouldn't be soaked, because If you soak them, they all just stick together and they hold too much water because they're mucilaginous and they have that kind of gel around them and they're more likely to rot. So anyway, you've got water on the seeds and the soil. The next thing to do then is place an upside down tray with no holes on top of the tray with the seeds and the soil in it. So if you can imagine the bottom part of the empty tray with no holes Is at the top here and there's a big gap inside of it so there's no weight going on the seeds here you can also use a blackout dome here if you happen to have one and what this does is it holds the moisture in the soil and the seeds and it'll also keep everything in darkness when the plants start to sprout out of the seeds and the main reason you want to keep basil in darkness is because we want to try and make it grow as tall as possible and we want to do that so it's easy to cut And so there's more weight when we go to harvest it. If it wasn't kept in darkness, basil would barely get off the ground after two weeks and it would be pretty difficult to harvest and there wouldn't be much of a yield there. So now you've got your upside down tray on top and it's time then just to leave it aside and wait. So the seeds are going to start to sprout after a few days and I don't really look at them at all. I don't, once I put that away, I don't look at that again until day five. So day one then being the day you plant them And day five, then when you go to look at them again. And at that point on day five, I take off the upside down tray with no holes and have a look. And when you do that, you'll see that the basil microgreens, they're, they're really yellow there and they're very short. Well, they should be very short. They should be about a quarter to a half an inch tall. And then this part is important, I find. So if I was to just put them under the light at this stage, they they don't really grow that much taller than this or they grow, they do grow a little bit, but they they really don't stretch much further than this. So I keep them deprived of light for a little bit longer to stretch them out that little bit more. And here's the thing that I found works really well for me. So if you've ever grown basil microgreens before, you might've tried this before. So tried leaving the upside down tray or the blackout dome on for a bit longer to try and stretch them. And what generally happens is that the the seedlings, so the basil microgreens, they'll start to seek out the light, even the faintest amount of light that there is. So they'll start to grow towards the the edges. So where the dome meets the meets the tray, so the crack in between, even if there's a tiny, even the slightest bit of light there, they'll start growing towards that and seeking it out because they need that to survive. And if you've ever left your basil microgreens in blackout for too long like that, you might have noticed that the the plants are growing sideways. So the ones on the left-hand side of the tray are growing sideways towards the left, looking for that crack of light. And the ones on the right are doing the same thing, the front and the back. So they're all growing sideways away from the middle. And the thing is that when this happens to basil, the, the plants, they don't ever really straighten back up. So not, well, not in the length of time that, we're going to be growing them from for between two to three weeks. So, you know, when something like this happens with sunflowers, say, so let's say you leave sunflowers under weights of a few trays on top of each other with weight on them for a bit of extra time, they can be nearly grown backwards under the weight. And once you take off that weight and the trays, they straighten back out very well once they go under the light. But basil isn't like this. They don't straighten out very well. So, This is what I do. So on day five, I swap the upside down tray with no holes. I swap that out with an upside down tray with holes and I put that on top of the basil microgreens. And what this does is it deprives the plants of light just enough that they continue to stretch to look for the light. But instead of stretching towards the seam at the sides of the trays where the trays meet, they stretch towards the the light coming in through the holes at the top of the tray And this keeps them growing straight up and keeps them stretching higher and straight, yeah. So I leave them like this for another three days and I don't water them or I don't spray them at any point in between here. This might be different for you if you've got lower humidity than I have or or a higher temperature. But for me, I don't have to water these at all until day eight when I take the tray with holes off of the off of the basil microgreens and at that point i give them a little bit of water from underneath and i put them under the lights then and if you don't have grow lights and you're just doing this as a hobby for yourself you can put them on your windowsill and try and find a south facing window so the they need a nice bit of light basil so try and find a, a window that can that gets the most sunlight in your house but i put them under the lights and i put them on for 12 hours a day some people recommend anywhere up to 18 hours a day but 12 has been working fine for me so that's what I can recommend because it's what I do so 12 hours under lights for basil. After this then it's really just a case of watering as needed until they're ready to harvest and harvesting can take place anywhere between 14 and 21 days after planting and you can leave them for longer than that if you want but the the leaves will start getting bigger and the coat leading leaves they'll actually start to lose their moist nice green colour a little bit so they'll start getting a tinge of yellow and and not looking as good so the longer they're growing the, the, the less green bright green colour they'll have. But by using this method, you should be able to harvest your basil microgreens comfortably with a sharp knife after about two weeks. And after two weeks, you can expect to harvest roughly about 80 or 90 grams off a 10 by 20 inch tray. If you let it grow on for another week, like I do, you could expect to harvest somewhere between 90 to 110 grams of microgreens off it. So you can see there, there really isn't that much of weight difference from week two to week three it's more in the the look of the microgreens so the the after week three they have their first set of true leaves if you plan on selling your basil microgreens you can research what they sell for in your area but just to give you a ballpark idea prices range from somewhere between three to five dollars per 25 grams or one ounce i price them on the higher end because they take a long time to grow and they take up a lot of space and they use more energy So it's not that profitable of a crop to grow really and if I was just to grow basil I wouldn't make any money because it just takes up so much space and the yield isn't high enough off it but there's pros and cons to everything and a couple of the chefs that I grow this for they wouldn't buy microgreens from me if I didn't have this for them and these chefs also buy a lot of other more profitable microgreens from me so that offsets it. If you're very limited on space I would recommend trying your best not to grow basil microgreens to sell and try and focus on the more profitable crops. I held off growing this regularly until I had more space to grow in. So I hope you like this episode hope you'll go and try and grow some basil microgreens if you haven't done it already or if you have and you have a better way of doing this you can let me know on Instagram so there's a link for the Instagram in the show notes. And I know this is quite visual, so I'm in the middle of making a blog post on this as well. So you can check the show notes for a link to that in the next couple of days too. And if starting a microgreens business is something that you're interested in, I have a few different resources for you. So I've got a free beginner's guide that will go over all the steps to take from getting your supplies to making your first sale. I've got a free mini microgreens business video course that you can take that will give you a really good start on getting your business running efficiently. And then I've also got my paid program, the microgreens business blueprint. And this is really a step by step process to get you from beginning to end, getting your microgreens business set up and making money quickly. And there's links for all of these resources in the show notes if you're interested in any of them. Or you can also just head over to microgreensentrepreneur.com and you'll find them all there. So that's it for this week. Thanks a million for listening in here all the way to the end. Really appreciate it. Hope you have a great week there and I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.